90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, that sounds familiar. Look at that. We're back, you guys. <laughs> it feels so great to be back. Hey, ladies. Adam, I oh barely recognize you. You have sun-kissed hair. I know, and I've gotten my uh, orange sweater. Do you guys oh. recognize the sweater? <laughs> Loving it. I've got a piece of trivia for you. Okay. Oh, bring it. This is a Formula One sweater. McLaren. Oh. oh, she got it. Right away, Adam. It, well, it's my McLaren sweater. It's nice. I actually, but as soon as you said, and it's orange, McLaren is orange, so. Yeah, they weren't always orange. I was about no, to say weren't. which Formula One team won three championships in the 90s. Ooh. McLaren. Wow. McLaren, there nice. you go. That was my piece of trivia for the day. Yeah, and my <laughs> old eyeballs would have said, zoom in, I can't see. <laughs> What's on your shirt? Oh, McLaren. <laughs> yeah. By the way, they, um, do you watch that F1 show on Netflix? The, I did. Sharon, it's you, so good. You, Sharon, you should I heard watch it was that. Great. I Sharon, and great. you if you haven't watched it yet, you have three seasons to watch. And yeah. you will, whether you're a race fan or not, you will absolutely, it's like a soap opera. Like you well, just cool. get, and plus you get to see uh, Jerry Halliwell because she's married to Christian Horner. Um, yeah, that's true. Team. She's there every race, eh? I, so I've yeah. been watching every, way, every race since I've watched that documentary. And she's there at every Sunday. She's at the race. She's, you know, in the paddocks for the podium. Always. Ginger is always there. Do you think that at the end of the races, she sings, Stop right Thank you very much. Maybe at the after party. <laughs> I think only at the British Grand Prix. That's probably The ongoing after party. Well, the ongoing after party that is the Spice Girls who got the whole rack together to celebrate a big deal. And we're going to talk about that big deal on the show today. As well as a uh, soon-to-be-retired 46-year-old Latino fellow. Mm-hmm. Is and it, it Francesco? Farm. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going on in the show today? Um, I think it's going to be uh, super fun for uh, to talk about this, especially for Kelly. I mean, for all of us, period, but especially for Kelly, because this just in. The first look or listen at a documentary that tells the story of what Missy Elliott calls... What a superstar looks like. Okay. Mm. Yep. Now, just by virtue of the fact that I'm tying it into Kelly, anybody that has listened to the uh, any part of the first nine seasons of <laughs> 90s now will know that we're talking about Janet Jackson. <laughs> Straight out the gate. Uh, but that's where we're going to start. Welcome to season 10 of 90s Now. And Kelly, I think you should be the one to take the lead on this story. Well, super excited that Janet, we knew it was coming. Uh, she's got a, a documentary kicking off in the new year. And they had announced it earlier on uh, this year that it was going to be on, uh, like happening in January. It was going to be a two-night magical event. And so her and her team decided to actually release the first trailer. And I can tell you, as you can probably imagine I'm on many, 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 many Janet uh, <laughs> social media accounts and uh, forums and Facebook groups and all that stuff. And honest to God, it was so interesting to watch all the fans basically go bananas. Somebody actually tweeted tweeted me in like a direct tweet and said, I'm gagging right now because they're just like, they can't handle it. And so, and then all of them started resharing her uh, Instagram post because Janet, Janet or Janet's team put out the, uh, the trailer on her Instagram and that got shared a bunch of times and so yeah so wow. the it's going to be uh, an A&E special and it's going to air uh, in January I believe it's going to be January I want to say 22nd but I could be wrong but it's supposed to be a two night special and the trailer I don't know if either of you got to watch it but it's absolutely stunning and yeah, what's interesting too is I saw in the trailer and in some of the clips um, 
there's clips of her all the way back from Rhythm Nation, and I'm sure obviously control stuff too, but there's clips of her ex-husband, Renee. So that's yeah. interesting because I don't know if she already owned all that footage and was able to just use what she wanted or if she had to get him to sign off because he's actually in this documentary. Well, that's pretty cool. What I like is the quote that comes along with the news of this documentary is that, quote, this is my story told by me, not through someone else's eyes. This is the truth. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it. This is me. Love it. End quote. Janet Jackson. Looking forward to January 2022. Yeah. Hell I may yeah. pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Please. More than once. I That's met right. Her. Although I didn't pass out when I met her in 2019. So I guess like I, sh- oh, I should be all right. You should. Uh, that one in. You should record yourself. You should shoot a reaction <laughs> video to you watching the documentary. You know what it'll be is like it'll just be I'll do it for you guys now. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> a Jaw on the floor. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. But not completely like uh, like you've been hit in the head. It's like a pleasant jaw drop. Like, yeah. oh, but you know what's interesting, too, favorite. is, is uh, several months ago, you guys know I did that live stream with uh, some of Janet's dancers and Jimmy yeah. Jam joined us on uh, for the Kelly Alexander Show on our YouTube channel. You can still find it there, youtube.com slash Kelly Alexander Show. And it was funny because obviously I don't watch or listen to Janet's stuff every single day. But in getting ready for that live stream, I had to brush up on some things. And it was so interesting to me re-watching some things and just kind of catching myself up how as soon as I start doing that the excitement for Janet just builds all over again Mm -hmm. and it's crazy how you just re-realize what a mega talent she actually is it's like when you're going to a show you know the artist coming to town next week so you start just listening over and over again to all their albums and all their songs and you're like oh this is gonna be amazing yeah well you know what's cool also about the uh the first trailer that we've all watched is that uh, to see uh, women like Missy Elliott and Mariah Carey, Paula Abdul say things, you know, not contrived, just the exact truth about uh, the powerhouse that is Janet Jackson. Um, just, I don't know, it's just such a calm. And then you hear the start of, of or not the start, but you hear the sounds of control going and you're like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. this is happening. Like, it's just such a, it's such a great knee jerk reaction. You know, you're watching something that you know is going to be great. Yeah. Because we've lived through the music and we know that it is great. And the fun part is that uh, while this uh, two-part documentary is coming up kind of in line with the 40th anniversary of her debut, it's not like you had to be there 40 years ago because that's the power of music. It brings in all age groups and uh, creates a common experience, which is super fun. Go Janet. Love that. Go Janet. Go (laughs) good in it <laughs> so there we are now uh so that's january 2022 but i'm, I'm sure that uh, kelly will be able to secure some uh you know harder and faster information as um, specific dates become available so kel we'll look forward to that uh trivia for a new season of 90s now <laughs> we're mixing it up a little bit here we go 90s now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong is in house. So the fun filled <laughs> trivia cards from the 90s are still back for season 10. So if you are oh, new yeah. to our podcast, our show, um, I have these awesome like cue card things that have all these trivia questions on them. And I sometimes use them, sometimes don't. But last season, I use them quite a bit. And they're fun, especially because. Whoever came up with this uh, particular set of, of questions decided to 
in, insert crazy 90s language in there. So like sometimes not all the answers have crazy words, but sometimes it'll say like booyah and then the answer. <laughs> and so, so we'll keep using them for this year. So the first uh, question is actually um, going to require Sharon and or Adam to tell me where this phrase was said. So I'm going to read a phrase and mm-hmm. you have to have a popular phrase that would have been happening in the 90s. And you have to tell me, like, where this originated from. So, so the phrase, you ready, Adam? Wait, so are we looking for a TV show or a movie or? One of, like, one something like that. A yeah. song? Could be a song? It could be a song. You'll know when you know. I yeah. Like, if, yeah. I, if I say bring all the milkshakes <laughs> to the yard so we know it's a song. Okay, It'll be cool. police. Yeah. But okay, she was perfect. like, that was in, like, 2000. Oh, I thought uh, that was I the got 90s. the point on that. I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> And right, wait, so wait, the, ju- yeah, wait just on. before we start, so we're mixing up this year, meaning we're not counting points anymore. Right. I can't yeah, lose. Hurtful. I know. Because I broke my abacus. <laughs> and so I can't keep score anymore. So and we're we don't just having fun Adam's with it. Feelings. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. We're here to teach. That's it. Uh, okay, so the, uh, the phrase is, quote, the truth is out there, end quote. Sharon? Sharon? Uh, X-Files. Yes! <laughs> Adam, did you have a clue? I would have guessed Law and Order. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. Can I Except actually... The, re- the real quote from Law and Order is this. Bung, bung. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when Rosie O'Donnell had that on her keyboard? Like, during her yes. show? Yes. She yes. had that on her keyboard sounder. I love that. And <laughs> I think a she nice also had the... Was it the Mission Impossible? Because she loved Tom Cruise. Yeah, so that would yes. be Mission Impossible, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, In every sense of the Exactly. Term. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, just a quick update on the current Law & Order. So I don't know, do you guys watch SVU at all, or are you done with the franchise? I'm done. Um, I watch it sometimes, uh, and it gets a bit real, and then I'm like, that's why I don't watch this show. Okay. But it's so well done. Like, yeah, yeah. So I tape every week because I'm a huge fan of Mariska Hargitay and Ice-T. So I tape mm-hmm. every week. So I, I might be a few episodes behind, but I tape. But anyways, uh, in 2019, they, because uh, usually every couple of seasons, they're bringing on a new character, a new, like, one or two or whatever. Some of them stay for a while, some of them don't. They brought on this amazing character who was the first, well, first, I think it was the second LGBTQ plus character on the show. Um, her her character name was Kat. I believe her uh, actor name is Jamie, and um, or her real life name. And they've just let it be known that, they're taking her off the show, like for season 23, which is the upcoming season, her and uh, like one of the other characters. And I have to tell you, like, I'm devastated. Like, she was such a good addition to this show. And I just I'm like, why do they make dumb mistakes sometimes when they take off the characters that are actually because there's characters that have come on that show that don't resonate at all. And this one I felt was like one that had resonated for the first time in a while. And it was their decision and she's not fine with it or she's she not fine, fine with it. it. No, she oh. actually put out on uh, on Twitter. She put a message out and uh, and I give her credit, too, because it's a bit risky, right, to do that, because usually you have to like it or lump it. And she wasn't mean about it, but she just said, I want to thank, uh, you know, um, all the fans that have appreciated having me on the show. And uh, this was not my choice. And I'll miss very much being a part of the squad. Wow. So I thought that hmm. was brave of her. Interesting. We should have her on the show. Let's get her. Let's get her. She clearly has time now. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Uh, Question number two. So this is not a phrase. This is you um, figuring out stuff. Here we go. Oh, sounds fun. Which 1991 movie features Robin Williams as a homeless man searching for the Holy Grail? Yeah. Oh. 
Robin That's Williams as a homeless man searching for the Holy Grail. I have not seen that movie. And uh, I can tell you, Adam, you were not born yet, seeing as how it was 1991. I kind of remember, but I totally don't remember. 30 years ago? Holy moly. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. The Fisher King. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Fisher King. <laughs> Adam, okay. I think you have homework. I do. Was it any yeah. good? Fisher King. Wasn't Jeff Bridges in that, too? I think so. And I never watched it because it looked too depressing. So, ah. yeah. Even though King was in the title? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't think it was that fun. I don't think it was a fun movie. But um, Robin Williams. It doesn't so look fun. A, no. And recently no. <laughs> it was the, so it was sadly the uh, the anniversary of his death, right? Like it's already mm-hmm. been, was it 2014? I think so, eh? It was been several I'm years. I'm having a hard time with recent uh, measure of time. It's so funny too, because since the world went sideways, I honestly have 19, like 2019 <laughs> and before and then after. Mm-hmm. The year was uh, 2014, so it's okay. been seven years. But isn't yeah. that crazy? He's already been gone that long, like seven years. It's bananas. Yeah, yeah, totally. I still remember when I, where I was the the moment I learned uh, that he, he passed, passed away. away. Yeah. What were you doing, Adam? I was coming back from the uh, Super Aqua Club, the water, the the, the water slide. So you heard it on like on the radio. radio so we came in the car and. It's funny because we were all like it was at the end of the day. So everybody's leaving at the same time and everybody's parked and there's only one small exit. So it takes an there hour is. to get out of the yeah. parking lot. And so we all heard it on the radio and we could, see, you know, every, I saw people crying in their cars like next to us. Oh, like wow. it really touched everybody. So that's why it's still yeah. a big, uh, yeah. big memory of him passing. So. But wow. also that speaks to, by the way, for radio fans out there, the power of radio, because yeah. we were able to get that information out. Yeah, in 2014, we, you know, uh, you know, newspapers weren't big on sending us notifications right away, you know, so it's it's all right. we all learned it on the radio, maybe on some different radio stations with all in our cars, just going home from a... From well, a I, I to was, radio. Were you on the air sure. too, Sharon, when, because uh, I was on the air and I feel like you would have been too when, or maybe you would have just finished when Kobe went. I was not. Because I, I remember I one I of our colleagues. So one of Adam's actual colleagues from the French side came over to tell me. And I was, I couldn't believe oh, it. Wait a minute. I was on the air. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. believe it. Couldn't believe it. And you have to be that person that announces it too. Probably yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, and you know what? We are coming up on the 20th anniversary of uh, 9-11. Yeah. And what I remember most about that day, I was on, uh, I was working middays on our radio station that day. What I remember most about that day um or clearly, is uh, the feeling, the actual physical feeling of exhaling when my shift was over. Mm. Because you're so up here and you're trying not to crumble and you're trying to manage the information and share the reality of this devastation with people in a way that you know that a lot of your listeners have gone to the news station, you know, or have their attention diverted to, to get it um, formally. But for the ones that are staying with you, you're trying to balance it of, you know, not playing inappropriate music and trying to give up to date information. Because at the same time, 20 years ago, not just, you know, seven for 2014, but 20 years ago, the access to information was obviously much more diminished yeah. mm-hmm. or not as strong as it is today. I don't want to say it's diminished, but um, so they are really people are really reliant on radio because you're getting it in the now. You're getting something in a newspaper, you're going to get that the next day. And no disrespect, it's just the nature of how the information gets relayed. Um, but yeah, I have that. I can 
picture the room. I can picture the person that was coming in after me standing where they were and this like, you know, and then the reality set in like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like, (laughs) I've only been dealing with this for the last uh, four and a half hours, but... Oh my God! This is still in the in really happening. Where did and you the get next? It? Yeah, go, sir, go Sharon. No, I was going to say the next clear image I remember was uh, two days, two or three days later, the first airplane I saw in the sky because all flights were down. Right. Right. That's so true. The first, oh, that's and then true. you're like, Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Like did it, you did you get any directives from management during that time, like how they wanted you to roll that out, like, or was it? I mean, I, and I know, like, for people who are listening who don't, you know, work in radio. There's a lot of behind the scenes action that goes on that we try to stay calm on the air about. Mm-hmm. You know, not that it's a panic or chaos in the station. It's never that, but it's like there's a lot of information coming, especially depending on what station you're working for. And then you try to keep yourself composed to sound calm to your listeners. And thankfully, at that time, we still had news on the station, uh, morning and afternoon. So I was getting updates from the news guy too. So he would come in and do stuff. Okay. Um, but the in between stuff, you're just trying to keep it together so that you can keep it together for everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't and again it's not things that people wouldn't would 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 understand. It's just in the end I can't tell you how much you hope that you're that you're not really thinking of it in the, at the time but you want to be that calming presence so that you hope that you do help people stay calm mm-hmm. and like, you know, informed and and that it's going to be okay. And like I know when I was a kid like Lloyd Robertson for me was that person. Like I always felt like the world was okay cuz Lloyd Robertson our CTV uh, anchor like he's he would be like what um the equivalent of a peter jennings uh like up here in canada and as long as he was calm like it was all good yep totally lloyd <laughs> they still call on lloyd for the important stuff i love lloyd <laughs> didn't they have him on for the uh they had him on i think for the was it prince philip's yeah passing yeah mm-hmm. yep they, they bring cool. out Jan Arden for the fun stuff, like the weddings. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll in, in Canada. We got a balance of Lloyd Robertson, yeah. trusted news anchor, and Jan Arden. Yeah. Funny songstress. I love her so much. <laughs> She's so good. Uh, well, 90s now continues with uh, that Spice Girls information that we promised that I, I, I'm going to say my joke again, that the whole rack got back together. <laughs> I like to Sharon. Uh, the the announcement of the release of Spice 25, 25 years later of that gigantic album that empowered young girls all over the world. It's going to break down into two CDs, some unreleased stuff, some extras, the bells and whistles, they call it, though I've never seen anything actually released with bells and <laughs> or whistles in it. But fun fact that uh, with the release that'll come our way is a uh, limited edition colored cassettes. Isn't that awesome? That's so awesome. <laughs> well, those are totally going to be collector's items. Yeah, a million Unless percent. you're a person of a certain age who has still kept their cassette player. Yeah. P- pan over to the boom box in Sharon's office. <laughs> I I have that all of that too, Sharon, so it's fun. <sighs> but Why I else like are they going to play them? <laughs> I, like the, I like that Mel B said in there that uh, she said, all I hope 25 years on is that the, that message uh, meaning like people can celebrate who they are and be free to be themselves has, has been heard loud and clear. I think that's really cool. Well, I think if uh, they are definitely on the list of artists who have uh, provided a soundtrack for people finding their own strength, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You know why? It's it, it starts off as a guilty pleasure and then you learn as, as uh, life goes on that there's no time for guilt and a guilty pleasure. You're allowed to like whatever you like. Yeah. 
So the Spice Girls are are on uh, a lot of people's list. I think similarly uh, to like a band like ABBA for people of an older generation, you know, and ABBA made news uh, recently by announcing a new album coming and a new virtual experience, et cetera, et cetera. And it strikes a chord. So I think that Spice Girls doing the same thing 25 years after their debut album. Crazy. Crazy good. Agreed. (laughs) Yes. Did you listen to, uh, did you listen to the two new ABBA songs? They're so good. Oh, I haven't listened to them yet. Okay. So so they've announced the album. They've released two songs and, uh, yeah, they're just really, really good. Perfectly ABBA, which is amazing. Oh, and they still sound like, uh, it was recorded years ago. They sound exactly as they should this many years later. Yep. Like they're beautifully aged voices. Yeah. The songwriting is solid as always. They're just, they're next level good. Yeah. Incredible. I also wanted to tell you guys, speaking of new music, that there is a 22-year-old British artist. So this is the now quotient of the 90s now. Um, <laughs> his uh, his name is Harvey. He stylizes it as H-R-V-Y. Oh, I, yeah. Nice. I, see him, I see him all the time in my like Instagram yeah, so Everywhere. he has redone, uh, or I should say he has done a new song called Run Away With It, where he samples Shanice Wilson's I Love Your Smile. And that's, it's, and he's like, and it's crazy. So please anyone who loves Shanice Wilson and that song specifically, go listen to Harvey Run Away With It because you will, it's like, it's almost like listening to a remix, but it's a new song entirely, but it's just, it's going to make you feel good. So check it I mean, out. You know what's full circle about the fact that you've brought this up? Two points. A, I didn't know that was her last name. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if I ever knew that it was her last. That you know, she, I knew she must have had a last name. It just never factored into the importance of uh, what, what I was doing yeah. for the last thirty years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I heard that song at the gym today. Did you the real one? Uh, it's part of a mix that they were playing. Okay. And. Uh, and the trainer who is in her mid thirties, um, was like, Oh yeah, great song. I'm like, here's the best part and where she free to uh free to da, 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 free to paint my toes all day and then she goes, Hoo Yeah. Which to me is the best part of the song. So <laughs> So cool that like you're telling us this and this is how my day started. For a full circle moment, Sharon. And now Boom. now you have homework because I wanna know what you think of the song. Like it's it's super catchy. And I and he said that again, he's twenty two years old and he somehow heard her song and he said it's been percolating in his mind for like for at least many months to have nice. come up with the, the way to sample it and use it in something he's done. Nice. Cool. And Shanice must be happy she's getting some royalties. So <laughs> that check is made out to Shanice. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, paper checks. Yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of uh, things that have been brewing, it seems that Enrique Iglesias is uh, A, about to release a new album, and B, is saying that it might be his last. Here's the thing. I Here's don't... the thing about it might be his last. <laughs> the album is called Final. Yeah. You're really setting us up for something if you decide it's not going to be your last. <laughs> I just, I, as you and I, and as Adam has discussed, like, I cannot stand when artists set themselves up to look stupid. And, like, this is what's... Because you know he's going to come back in five years and be like, I missed it. And here's final the final two. squared. Yeah, like, the final wraparound. Like, it's... Ugh. Well, the funny thing is that he's re- going to release two albums, or two volumes, mm-hmm. right? He says he's not going to stop writing music. He's just going to release his music in a different way. So ultimately, he then goes on in this conversation that he had with uh, Ricky Martin on Instagram 
that, um, you know, he's been thinking about this chapter in his life, uh, when the right time was going to be, but he's been thinking about it for like the last five, six years. And he says that he's never going to stop writing songs because I love writing songs, he says. I'm going to do it in a different way, meaning they don't necessarily have to be a packaged as an album. So this project to me is important. So this will be the last album, air quotes on that. Um, but he also says the physical side of touring has taken its toll on him. Yep. He's 46. Yep. Wasn't Tina Turner doing it into her 70s? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Suck Better it up. And she was in anybody. heels. And she heels. was in like six inch heels. And on a like a a, a crane yeah. hanging off, like not tethered in, you know? Yeah. Well, and here's, uh, and again, I like Enrique, but my, my other part of that where I, I take issue uh, is the fact that like, he's like, yeah, like, I think he may, may, he's intoning that now he has to stretch a little bit or something before yeah. he goes out. And it's like, you should have been doing that like, a, like 20 years ago. Like, and especially as time has progressed, like. I think a lot of artists maybe didn't do that 20 years ago, but now like we all know that if you're going on a on a 125 date world tour or whatever you're doing, like you need to prepare like an athlete. Yeah. So Let me be your hero. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, he's hooked up with an athlete, Kornikova. Like, Imagine she should stretch him in. out. Know what I mean? She should chase him around with a racket. Stretch <laughs> it out, pretty boy. <laughs> and they have twins, right? They have they have twins. So I think they have a, I think they have a, <laughs> like, you're like, like freaked out about it. And they have twins. Yeah. They have twins. <laughs> so, so suck it up, princess. Let's go. Uh, I was incredulous when I read that. And it's, and it's weird because I've never heard him kind of like complain, complain a bit. Wine. Yeah. Like it's weird. I just imagined the whole conversation in that, let me be your hero. Whisper. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, let exactly. me be your retiree. <laughs> Early bird special. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Abby. What are we going to do? Well, um, it looks like Adam is staring into the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking at some uh, Enrique Iglesias pictures. I can't find anything recent. That's okay. Okay. All the old stuff, he's pretty hot. Yeah. I can see that. Concur. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking to see how he aged. I guess right. I, I'll have to go see him tour. <laughs> Good luck. All right, is it time to rewind? Yes. <laughs> oh, I hurt my neck. Sharon, Sharon's busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's bring it back. You know what? We're going to go back to around this time in 1995, musically and in the theater. Ooh. And by theater, I mean the cinemas, movies, movie theater. It's not all that fancy. Okay. <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, so good. Yeah, back in 1995, it was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Uh, and the movie had just hit theaters a couple of weeks earlier. So there was a movie a lot about with the that. Song. Have you seen that, Adam? I've never Dangerous seen the Minds? movie. I had no idea. Oh, my God. Dangerous you have to Minds. watch Michelle Pfeiffer. It's great. Mich <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Little known fact. The P is not silent. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, as the not quite hard-ass teacher who faced a classroom full of totally hard-ass students. Okay. Uh, but you know what, Adam? I don't want to spoil the surprise. She reached them. No yeah, way. Okay. In a leather oh, jacket. Yes. In a leather jacket. Leather, leather jacket, bit of an attitude. Tight pants. Hey, are, are those faded jeans? Yeah. I think they are. You're darn right they are, student. <laughs> <laughs> I love Here's that Michelle Pfeiffer. Here's why it's Pfeiffer. important. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer has really 
You know, she's cornered the market yeah. on <laughs> on a, a solid p- career of great p- filmmaking. <laughs> Do you ever watch that episode of, and Adam probably hasn't, but Adam needs to, of the Golden Girls where uh, for some reason Sophia is trying to like keep her identity hidden. So she goes to say Sophia Petrillo, but then goes, Sophia P- P- Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good yeah. clip. So, and every time, like, then you just think of Michelle Pfeiffer, who clearly doesn't pronounce it like that. But <laughs> she should give it a try. She should. <laughs> um, yeah. Elsewhere on the charts, I just would just like to throw Michael Jackson's name on the list at number two with "You Are Not Alone" and "Seal." "Kiss from a Rose" was at number three. But I think song. if we're gonna make this whole show experience a full circle one, mm-hmm. uh, the big debut that week was. Runaway. There we go. I knew it. <laughs> by Janet Jackson. Yep. That's such a good video, by the way. Runaway. Uh, yeah. It's you really know what? Cool. Back in the mid 90s, still, videos were important. The visuals on a song yeah. uh, and the reach on the uh, audience was, uh, it It uh, garnered budget, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, speaking millions of, of dollars. And speaking of that Janet, that specific Janet video, so the, the the theme of the song is her kind of finding love all over the world like love like with her like uh it's not really i think um it's like a it's a love letter to her fans pretty much in a way and so the video tries to encapsulate that so like you see her on the wing of a plane and they do like green screen and all this kind of stuff uh, but they actually put her on uh, a real plane like on the tarmac so if you google or you go on youtube and google like janet jackson runaway behind the scenes it's super cool to watch because there's actually behind the scenes footage of what it was like getting her on this on this wing of a plane and her and her, and her dancers. And they were in these really tight um, sarongs. And so it was super hard for her to walk and not plummet off the plane. And they were up like a good 15, 20 feet, like on this actual vintage plane. And it's just really cool to watch. And then you actually see, too, they had an elephant in the video. And uh, oh, yeah. And th- she mentions in the behind the scenes that, you know, and, and Janet's obviously a huge fan, just like Michael is of animals and exotic animals and all that stuff. And so she really loved hanging out with the elephant, but she said that they had to try to, I guess, keep it sort of focused. And so it would eat apples. They were feeding it apples, but it was kind of spitting some of them out at Janet because I think they wanted to share it with her. So she had <laughs> apple bits like in her hair and like all this stuff. So it's really like, it's probably, you know, like a 10 minute watch, but it's super cool to just see how they actually put that video together. Cool. Well, there we are. We're all janited up, at least for today. No doubt about it. As season 10 rolls on, we'll talk about Janet again. And again. (laughs) I think we will. (laughs) Uh, Thanks a lot, you guys. Another fun week and prep for a real solid season of 90s now. Season 10. Can you even believe it? Double digits. Wow. Double digits. Exactly. Uh, And thank you all for finding us wherever it is that you do. Uh, We've made it pretty easy. We're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for letting us know that you do that, we appreciate it. Um, And thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.